Welcome to CalCast, your creator national national cast. God Network News, Episode 139. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world, not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Greetings, God Network News fans, to another great episode of God Network News. Wherever you are in the world, probably you are hunkered down in your home and experiencing all of this um, catastrophe, I guess you could call it. None of us expected this to happen, uh, but God's not taken by surprise by any of this. As you will be celebrating Easter holiday, the resurrection, we trust that you will be encouraged and inspired to continue to trust God, to believe Him in this difficult time, and to continue to take steps to show yourself to be like Christ to your neighbors, to your family, to people that are close to you, and people online that God will lead you to be able to minister to them in this time. Many people are coming to Christ. Their hearts are open. They're not able to lean on things that they trusted in before. All of those things have collapsed around them. And I think God is going to be using this in an incredible way this time, not only to give us believers around the world an opportunity to minister to people and to show the love of God, yeah, be there for people, but also God is opening up people's hearts. There's a shaking that's going on around the world right now, and God is going to use this for his glory. I believe that what the devil has meant for evil, God can turn around and will turn around for good. You watch, it's going to be amazing. Amazing, just like these new episodes. We're interviewing a dear brother, Jonathan, and his testimonies line up so perfectly with what we're going through right now with the coronavirus. His testimony of how God used him as he reached out and touched people who were sick. This brother, in his ministry, walked along the streets and found people in dire need of simple, basic health care. He came and he gave what he had, the friendship and the love and the acceptance that he showed them transformed their lives. And he saw huge people movements, unreached peoples coming to Christ through his ministry in Africa. We are so excited to be able to bring to you these wonderful stories. So without further ado, let's get into these new episodes from our friend Jonathan in Africa. Greetings, God Network News listeners. Uh, we have uh, our uh, friend 
from Africa, our brother uh, Jonathan, that's going to share another great story with us. Uh, Jonathan, you have a story on your heart you want to share. Hi. Um, yes, um, there is this particular story, and um, yeah, really, yeah, uh, breaks my heart. I mean, touches me a lot whenever I share about mm -hmm. this. But uh, it was about a girl, um, uh, Graciela. She was uh, sick, and she was epileptic. Mm -hmm. And um, so this girl was about uh, 16 when she was uh, uh, very sick. Mm. And then um, this particular day she fell on fire and actually she got a very deep wound on her arm. Mm. And, um, and the bones were even visible, it was oh. like a third degree wound. Oh. And so I was riding my bike and I just saw her like sitting under a tree with all this like huge uh, wound that I'd never seen such a thing in my life. Mm. And so I just stopped my bike and I approached her and then the mom was inside the house and when she heard like someone stopping the bike she came out and um, yeah I was just asking like what was wrong, what happened to her. Yeah, and hospital is so far away, and the whole uh, island, it has only one hospital, mm -hmm. which was far away. Mm -hmm. And it was very poor family, and they couldn't uh, take that child to, to that girl to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And then when I went there, I asked the questions to the mom. The mom said she fell on fire, she is epileptic. And uh, she was 16, but she was small because her growth was uh, stunt as well. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so I offered uh, to the mom, I could help take her to the hospital. The mom said it was okay. But then the next day I actually found this friend who was a nurse and I spoke to him. He said, I can go and help her where she is. Mm -hmm. So I actually got the nurse there and she got an injection, anti-tetanus shot mm -hmm. and then uh, the nurse uh, suggested that we could uh, give her some creams uh, for burns Right. and then mm -hmm. I went to the city and I bought cream for burns for the girl and then uh, when the nurse was doing the wound care and cleaning and he was teaching me as well few days later I was coming every day to do wound care mm. and it was such a like huge wound and then um, the wound took like about a month to get healed wow so and then it got healed most of the parts the, the flesh was coming together mm -hmm. but then the, the fingers was a bit hard because the bone was the bones were very exposed mm. it took a little while for the fingers to heal. But then there, the mother was always like asking, but who are you and what are you doing yeah. here? Because they know I'm not from the place, yeah. and I am from another city and their language is different and culture is different and she could know that I wasn't from there. Mm. And then she actually asked, what are you doing here? Are you a teacher or a nurse or something? I said, no. What do you do? I suggest um, I love the Lord. And who is this Lord? And she is asking this question. And then I got mm -hmm. that 
as an opportunity to share the gospel to her. And then, um, so she actually ended up, two weeks later, uh, she ended up giving her life to the Lord. Wow, this is the mother. That's the mother. Yeah. Yeah. And then the mother gave her life to the Lord. And then I was going there, like whenever I went to do wound care for the girl, we would also do, uh, also I would tell stories, Bible stories wow. to her. And she was so excited and she was taking those stories and sharing to the neighbors. <laughs> and then uh, the son, who was like 25 in that time, he gave his life to the Lord as well. And then another daughter gave her life to the Lord. Mm. And then three of the neighbors gave their lives to the Lord, not through me, but through her, wow. because she was already telling, uh, telling <laughs> the stories. She cannot read and write. She is totally illiterate. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but she was telling stories and leading people to Christ. So in that house, we started the fellowship. And then um, uh, in that fellowship, this girl that had the wound was always, the wound didn't heal. Uh, it healed well, but she was deformed because she couldn't. Uh, we tried to get like physiotherapists to right, her, but yeah. all the muscles, everything were just damaged yeah and we couldn't restore and she couldn't even walk because also she had problems on the legs and and then yeah so but then whenever we got together there and uh without like arm without moving that she was also coming and crawling and she said mom i also want to go yeah. and be with you guys in the church. You're listening to God Network News Podcast with your host, Cal Curtis. Look up our website at godnetworknews.com. And she would like clap her hands whenever we were singing songs, worship mm -hmm. songs. And uh, yeah, so that girl stayed in that church uh, for two years. But then, uh, for some reason, she was sick again later. Mm. And then she passed away. Mm. But then the church is still there, the church is still strong, they're going, you know, believing in Jesus and sharing their testimony to people around uh, that area. Mm. And then another church started, one, lead, one member of that church actually felt to go and start another church. And so that's the story of Graciela. And uh, the mom uh, was actually the lady that I, in this morning when I was telling the story with the group, the mom was the one that uh, was coming and say, tell me one story. She cannot read and write. She would always look for people that can, could read and write to tell her one story so she could go and tell others. Wow, that's and she's always looking for new stories. And then these stories that she's very good with her memory and she remembers them and she memorizes this story so well and all the times when I am in that gathering in that group of believers whenever she's just telling stories every single detail you know she doesn't miss anything wow, yeah. and she has a huge capacity to memorize and retain information and mm. things like that and she shares with joy and you can even see in her face the way she shares the story you just feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Whenever I am in those in that group, I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit through her. And she's one of the main leaders of that group. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, you know, uh, people who are oral learners, you know, and I mean, they don't read or write, 
oftentimes they can remember incredible details. But I mean, and that's how news gets spread around and information and you think about it, before we had the Bible, all of the stories were, were told from one generation to another about all the, you know, and then later they got put into the Bible. So people had to remember great detail. So that's amazing. It just tells the power of stories too for most people in most cultures. So are these folks uh, from a Muslim background that you're working with? Are they from tribal background or? Well, I would say they are like uh, uh, some Muslims, but it's not the majority. I would probably say maybe 20% Muslim. Oh, okay, yeah. But most of them, they are tribal, from mm -hmm. tribal background, like yeah. African animist. Right, right, religion. right. Uh, so witchcraft and all is very strong in that. Yes, yeah, yeah that place even, uh, they call it University of Witchcraft. Oh my gosh. And it's very... Uh, looked down upon mm. that's even why when I went there as missionaries and I grew up hearing all these uh, things from my family and my parents were very concerned yeah. and they were like all not supporting me and saying no you shouldn't go to that place mm. everybody whenever I travel even all around uh, that country and all around the nation and whenever I tell people that I live and work in that island and they say, what? That place is the place of witchcraft. Yeah. How can you survive in that place? Wow. And it's like something that uh, we felt from the Lord and we said like, we shouldn't be afraid of any of these things because the one who is in us is greater than the one that is in the world. That's right. And yeah. so we went there with faith and we were, there were a lot of prayers. The first two years were very challenging and we had so many uh, yeah, uh, difficulties, sicknesses mm. all over, malaria all the time, wow. and, and accident, I had like an accident that I almost died, and mm. so we just felt the enemy trying to really block and stop us from actually taking the gospel across to that place, but yeah. uh, we also felt on the other end uh, protection from the Lord, and um, He was so faithful. But then later, when we went through that, and we started seeing fruits, and and uh, yeah, uh, the church was like starting being established, and disciples coming and going out and making disciples. Mm. So it was pretty, yeah, challenging in the beginning. But yeah, things are going good. <laughs> it sounds like it's a challenging place mm. to live and work for yeah. sure, even now. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jonathan, for sharing that story. That is another incredible story of God's faithfulness and you just stepping out and being faithful to the Lord and meeting people's needs right where they are, you know. I mean, that uh, young girl and ministering to her and yeah, that was really wonderful and uh, a great testimony. I'm sure that you didn't do it for any other reason except the love of Jesus. Yes. And they saw that and that had an impact on them. They could see this is really different than anything we've seen before. So that's really powerful. And uh, this is something uh, God Network News listeners, we need to be challenged by this. This is really normal Christianity, but we don't often live like this as believers and we should showing the love of God in very practical ways to people, opens their hearts to the truth, and then God can minister to them. 
So thank you so much, Jonathan, for that great story. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. enjoyed this episode, please consider donating to help us continue to bring exciting stories fresh from the field. Visit our website at godnetworknews.com and select the PayPal link on the right side of the page or consider becoming a Patreon partner to receive access to more valuable materials exclusive to our members.